Hi, it's Paul Antonelli here. Welcome to another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. Uh, recording this from a location called uh, Coward Springs, which is located on the Udendata track in outback South Australia. Okay, so what am I talking about today? Today I'm going to talk about uh, one of the criteria for assessing how ideal your business is, which is uh, independence. Independence. Uh, and when, when I talk about independence, I'm referring to how independent is your business from you and also how independent is it from uh, anyone actually you know is there a requirement for any specific person to be involved or engaged in your business for it to continue to grow and expand and and succeed you know this is an important thing and what i'm going to talk about is um why it's important and the sort of things that you can do today um, that you can implement a change in your business to improve the independence of your business both from yourself and from any specific individual or person within your business. It's a bit of a dream, really, isn't it? You know, to have a business that runs without you, um, continues day in, day out, uh, successful, uh, is profitable, um, and having it, you know, fully independent from you is, is you know, I believe should be an ultimate goal for all, all business owners. Even if um, you want to be involved in it, uh, that's different, but actually having that, as an outcome would be great. And uh, the reality is only a small percentage of uh, entrepreneurs get even close to achieving a, a high level of independence. It's, uh, I've worked with a lot of clients and uh, very successful businesses, business owners, but uh, having achieving a high level of independence is, is a completely different sort of an outcome. So if this is what... <laughs> If, if it's actually the ultimate dream, running a business, having a machine that just takes place and this with or without you, you know, why is it so elusive? Why is it so hard to achieve if it's, if it's the ultimate goal? I think there's some, um, I think mindset has a lot to do with it. Uh, and so I think there's some blockers that we as entrepreneurs, as founders of a business, uh, have to sort of move through. Um, because I think it's, there's very there's often there's not, there's not often any practical applications. It's more our thinking. So let's have a think about what are some of these uh, blockers potentially. Firstly, um, you know, the sort of statements of what I've heard business owners say when we've had these discussions is what we do is very unique, and it, with our approach, it's it's just impossible to find the right people. I can't find the right people. So there's things that I just need to do myself. Another another. Uh, viewpoint is I can't afford to bring people on to do things that I don't want to do, so I'm stuck doing them. Uh, my clients only like dealing with me and don't really want to deal with anyone else because you know it's been me they've been dealing with me for years. Uh, I've tried this before, but it always ends up in a mess, so it's not really workable. I have to know what's going on across the business to make sure things are operating properly. Another one is that, look, no one can actually do it to the standard that I, you know, and the level that I want. So it just won't work for me. It just frustrates me too much. So do these sound familiar? So these are often um, why I would su- I would suggest that a lot of uh, businesses and, and business owners uh, have a dependency on each other. So in, in order to create a business that is really and truly independent for you, 
you first and foremost have to really want to do this. It's a really important point. You have to go, yes, I want to be, I want a business that's independent from me. And, and you want to have it as part of your core objective, part of your ideal scene. And you might have specific roles in your business that you enjoy and you thrive on, and that's fine. But that's choice. That's where you choose that you want to be involved in different parts of your business rather than having to. And that's the biggest difference. And there's some real advantages uh, of having a business that's uh, independent. So having high independence in the business as part of your ideal business model, there's some key advantages in doing this. And here's some key, key reasons. Firstly, it prevents business fatigue and exhaustion. As you know, you know, when you start a business, you've just got to get into it. If you've done it, it takes a lot of effort. You're all over the place. You're working long hours. You can't do that forever. It's not sustainable. It has too much impact on other parts of your life. And so as the business grows and scales, extraction and removal of yourself is essential if it's going to be sustainable. Second point is, um, second reason is to, you get to focus on what you do well and enjoy. Um, so as per the first reason, so then you can go, look, I'm really good at business development or I love product innovation or I love dealing with clients or whatever it is. Or you might go, I actually, you know, just want to stay at a strategic level, you know, so by being able to create independence, you can focus on what you do well and what you enjoy instead of having the things you have to do. These things will then have a positive impact on your personal life and those around you because you've got more flexibility and you're not, it's, the business isn't all consuming. And so this is one of the, when I talk to entrepreneurs, they're always looking for freedom, flexibility. Um, and, and this will, you know, by creating independence, it will deliver that. It will increase the value of your business. So having a business, uh, what increases value of a business is lower risk. The lower the risk, the higher the value for a business. And one of the things that impacts on uh, risk is dependence on specific individuals, particularly the business owner. So if you can remove dependence from you, it'll increase the value of your business and make it more attractive when you're at the aim, when you come to a point of wanting to sell the business. It's a key thing to understand. I mentioned there's another podcast which I talk about being the bottleneck. You know, we can only take our business to a certain level before we actually become the bottleneck. What what that means is that we're sort of stopping things from moving. Um, we're limiting the business by our own skills, our lack of knowledge in certain areas. So by removing yourself, you know, you can bring expertise and knowledge to a higher level, which enables the business to move to the next level. And when you go through this sort of process, if you put everything in place, it not only removes dependency from yourself, but also on any other specific people. So, you know, it doesn't matter if a particular individual leaves the business and, you know, think about your business now. If someone left, what would it be like, you know? Is that a risk for you and your business? Are you comfortable with that, knowing that that could take place? So there's some reasons and some advantages to having uh, – a business that is highly independent from you. So if you want to go about doing that, how do you how do you do that? How do you create a business that's more independent, has high independence as part of your ideal business model? Or right, one of the tools, I'm going to talk about some different things to consider. The time matrix. 
Uh, I talk about this in detail in another podcast, and in essence, it's about finding out exactly what you are spending your time on currently in the business. And basically, the time matrix is tracking your time in a particular format over, say, a three- or four-week period, so you can understand where you're spending your time and where the business is dependent on you. So listen to that podcast if you haven't already done so on the time matrix and that'll outline how that works. So that's that step one is really in order to create independence, you have to know where the dependence exists and to what level in the current scene. That's important. Another tool is writing stuff down, hatting. Um, the way that... A way to describe it is, you know, and you hear the term getting pulled all over the place. So if you think about an image where uh, you're you're in the middle of a room and you've got a belt around your waist and you've got all these ropes clipped to this belt, this big belt around your waist, and these ropes disappear off into different rooms or different areas of your business effectively and there's a pull here and a pull there and a pull there and so if you don't want to feel like you're being pulled all over the place you need to basically unclip these these ropes these lines these communication lines to you and the only way that you can do that you can do it two ways you can just unclip it and drop it on the ground that'll definitely remove the pull but it means that it it won't get done properly or things might fall apart, things aren't working that well, you can court other issues. The best way to do it is to clip that onto someone else's belt. So you actually take it off your belt and put it onto someone else's belt. So in order to do that, you have to transfer that. You have to you have to do a level of hatting, which, mean, which means writing it up. So if it's something you've always done, you can't sort of just employ someone and say, I've done this, can you do this, go away, get on with it. It doesn't really work that well. You need to write up. So we have a procedure where we write up a hat or write up a procedure. Uh, We might use videos for training. And you can only then know that you've unclipped that that line from your belt and put on someone else's or you've transferred that hat when it's written up. So the first thing is to have have an organization, and this is not just for yourself, but for other team members to write things up. Write things up. Should just happen all the time. Write procedures, write a hat, write a role, write a policy. By doing that, you're you're creating independence because it means that anyone can pick up that particular activity and that role. So that's a thing to um, that to implement. Um, and probably something else to think about within the business as well is when you look at, you know. As you start a business, you often have to sort of deal with things, a lot of things yourself. And you might not know, look, I don't really know how to do this, but, you know, I've just got to get on with it. Um, And those things that you don't really either know how to do or you don't particularly love, uh, what ends up happening is you, you tend to procrastinate. They're things that you don't necessarily um, get done. You don't, you know, you don't know how, so you get stuck. And so you might not have a and, – and this is a, an issue because the more you get involved in and the more things, new initiatives in your business, you c- continue to create more dependence on you. And so you need to draw that line in the sand at some point in time. And so instead of thinking about how you're going to get something done, 
Uh, if it's something you don't want to do, you're not interested in learning more about it, then you should think about who can help you do that. Is it an organization? Is it another individual? Is there a team member that you have at the moment? So stop thinking along the lines of how, how can I do this? How can I get this done? And start thinking about who is out there that would love to do this or who's on my team that I could get involved in this because that'll be a bit of a game changer if you can use that thinking. And often we do the the way we build businesses is how how do I do this? How, and we learn and we get involved in this and marketing and that and there, all sorts of things. But that's not creating. That's creating dependence as opposed to independence. So a bit of a mindset change to, to thinking through the process of um, – not how you, you don't have to be the font of all knowledge and the person to get that gets everything done. You can actually go, well, I know this, this needs to get done. I just need to find the right person or the right organization to do this. That'll be a bit of a game changer. So I'd really, you know, at the moment, you know, as I said, I'm sort of traveling through the outback. I've been doing this for, for over four months now, um, sort of traveling and camping. Um, and the only reason this is possible is because I have my businesses are highly uh, independent from me. Uh, so, I, and I've done that over time. It's been a deliberate process by using specific processes and tools. And by doing that, it means that I can focus on the things that I want to focus on, but also operate and move around the way that I want to. That you know what works for me. Um, so yeah, independence. So hopefully uh, it sheds some light on the idea of independence of your business from you, why it's important and uh, how you can move your business towards uh, a higher level of independence, both from yourself and other team members. Thanks for listening today and I look forward to catching you up in the next podcast. Ciao for now.